Today's episode of the Rated JG Podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Straight Haggard Thread Company. If you have any kind of social media, I'm sure you've seen these guys popping up left and right on your news feed, and for good reason. They are putting out the most quality hats and headwear across the board. Everything from flat bills, dad hats, snapbacks, beanies, you name it. If it goes on your head, Straight Haggard's got you covered. Not only do they have you covered, they're going to be putting out the most top quality, coolest looking products, bar none. Go check them out on their website, straighthaggard.com. That's S-T-R-A-I-T-H-A-G-G-A-R-D.com. Snag up a couple of items, take a picture, post it on your social media with the hashtag Straight Haggard, and make sure to tell them you heard about it on the Rated JG podcast. Glad to have these guys be a sponsor. Been supporting them since day one, so make sure and go check them out and support them yourself. Thank you all for stopping by. My name is Justin Gilly, and you're listening to the Rated JG Podcast. Well, gentlemen, it's been a long time coming. I'm glad to have y'all in the studio. Della Pearl. Cheers, brother. Cheers, Cheers. to the boys. Bing, bing. Oh, what am I doing? Tip of the tongue, teeth in the lips. Tip of the tongue. <laughs> I like Jameson better. Really? Probably. Dude, this is more oaky. Yeah, Irish whiskey's in an acquired taste. And this tastes like the that. Ethanol uh, is there. No, it's like mesquite. It's mesquite. He said ethanol. Oh my gosh. That's what it is, huh? Does Pink Whitney taste like that cough medicine you took as a kid? Like in the, I forgot what they called it. Yeah, I don't know what you were taking. No, it, it was it was pink liquid medicine. Motrin. Was it Motrin? Motrin. It was Motrin, wasn't it? It was like, yep, you're right. Watch it. Just what do I know? I'm just a doctor. I think, right, I think that we're good. Let's yeah, see. Good. I know you're coming through good. You're, I'm coming through good if I'm up on it. And I'm, that's fine. I'm fine with that. All right, guys, I guess that we're officially going. So it has been like a year in the making, if not more. But I finally got three of the five uh, Della Perlians up in here. So the band that y'all have heard me talk about many times, Della Pearl, which is made up of a bunch of my buddies. We have had them on in different segments. But today I'm lucky enough to have three of them in studio with me in the Podfather Studios. To my direct left, we've got Mr. Blake Wellman. What's going on, man? Not a whole lot. Glad to have you here, Bubba. Yeah, man. We got the front man, Alex Englehart. Hello there. He's a frequent flyer on the Rated JG podcast. We've got a lot of miles. And we've got the man himself, Mr. Jake McBride. What's heck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, uh, shout out to John and shout out to Josh. They're not here. Uh, I don't know what was going on with that. It's really hard to get six dudes to it commit is. to one thing at one time. And I'm not even in the band, so... I'm just glad to have people up in the studio, but I'm glad that y'all are here and we've been, this has been a long time coming. So we have not rehearsed any of this. I have absolutely nothing written down. So nice. it's just going to happen. Perfect. But I think we can start off with the fact that y'all have your first official frontlining headliner gig coming up August the 14th, August right? August 14th. Railport Brewing Co. Let's Waxahachie, Texas. Y'all have done an opening act right like if i'm not mistaken yeah we uh we opened for west davis in the high water at uh rattlesnake ballroom rattlesnake ballroom in walnut springs no idea where that is south of glenn rose middle of fucking nowhere but it's awesome shout out to west davis in the high water i need to have him on here i hear y'all talk about that dude all the time them dudes fucking rock cool they're cool west davis what's up hit me up how'd that go i was not there so great 
it was it went uh, really well, man. We had a lot of uh, good feedback, and uh, it was out there, man. But it was worth it. Yeah, very worth time. I do. I think I remember you telling me it was about an hour mm-hmm. away on like a Friday or something, and I couldn't make it. I've gone to every single one of y'all's anything, so I was like, if I'm not there, it's probably a ways <laughs> out. So it was well, good. I'm, was. I'm glad that y'all got like a. I guess you could call it like get some reps underneath your belt because y'all yeah. been doing the practice thing. And uh, Della Pearl has been in like the talks of becoming right. a band for a, quite a while. I, yeah. yeah. So Blake, you have been in bands before, correct? Yes. You've been a musician for a long time, right? Long as Cool. Where'd that start? Like, what was the first Blake Wellman story? Because you're a guitarist, correct? Yeah. Shit. Um, man, seventh grade, first band. Uh, I was playing Deep Elm at fourteen. Damn. Uh, fell in love with it. Nice. What was the band name? That was A Flesh So Weak. A Flesh So, so Weak. It sounds like a 14-year-old's band yep, right there. It does. Just, <laughs> just mad at the world. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the guys were all 16. Oh, nice. Because they had to you know, be able to drive you to the venues. Yeah, yeah, right? 100%. They were actually a pretty big deal back in the day. I mean, they were a, y'all were a name for sure. Was it out of this area, like Midlothian? Because mm-hmm. I know that there was like, uh, what's the band I'm thinking of? You're thinking that's exactly that what it? it was. Yeah, Deviate. And then like August Burns Red or is that no. They're not from here. No, um Fever Dreamer. Fever Dreamer. Fever Dreamer. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's like it's kinda cool to see that like Ellis County has like, Oh dude. Artist versus, versus poet. Dude, the music Choke on the color all over. There's that, tons that, of yeah. great bands that come out of it. Evelyn. At, yeah. I don't know if I've heard of that. Turned for in, them yeah dude turned into a sleeper and just old school hardcore see, stuff guaranteed you see mr alex uh, you're just so, getting into all oh, the yeah, yeah. emo stuff 100%. man yeah. that but i literally i mean i listened to music my entire life with blinders on until i turned like 17 or 18 i've never heard a single note of rap music if there's even notes in rap music but i love rap music it was all texas country and then i meet these guys and they're <laughs> playing fucking silverstein and uh, a day to remember and like all these guys Hawthorne Heights and Hawthorne Heights and I'm falling in love with it now yeah, these now. two sons of bitches are getting me on metal and stuff and like my entire musical horizon is like just now open I got him jamming some every time I die see Alex was probably thinking like god what are these weirdos and why was their past so I, dark why do they love 100% it? was I was like these people had a rough go at it at first so like, bright yeah dude no we used to all you know roam the roam the aisles of Hot Topic yeah. and just think about how hard our life was <laughs> as we went home to our our, you know, our Division Five A school district and study rings and oh, hey, dude, I still to this hawk. to this day I look at my driver's license where I'm still 16. I'm like, I would have fought myself if I knew myself back. What is wrong with me? And, and like, what's funny is like, if if and when I ever get carded, like, I mean, I, I'm 27. God, that sounds terrible. I'm 27, um, but like, I'll put my my ID well, out there and they'll look at it and they're like, kind of contemplate it. I'm like. Don't you think if I had a fake ID, I wouldn't make it look like a four-year-old on my like driver's license? I would probably look like a grown man, not a little fuckboy with a swoop haircut. And some I've had butt. that happen to me before. Really? Yeah, and I'm long hair, beard, fat as shit. And <laughs> I look 35, and I'm 25. And I got these people like look at me because my ID looks so different. It was me 80 fucking pounds ago, no facial hair, short hair. Like I'm a decent-looking dude at this point, and they're looking at me, and they're looking back down at the ID and looking back up at me and looking down. This shit is fake. And they were like, yeah, they were like, uh, what's your address? I was like, are you kidding me? Why would I get a fake ID that looks younger than me? That's like, the stupidest thing you could ever get. When my, when my brother turned 21, I was 15 years old. 
I, oh. pay, I paid for his new ID. That's, geez. That's awesome. And, okay, so you've got you've got two brothers. Older, younger, correct? I have four brothers. Okay. Show, shows how much I know. But one of them is in a very prominent oh, yeah. band. Not even just in the Texas scene, but just in general. They're blowing up. One of my personal favorites. I love Reed South Hall. Mm-hmm. And your brother is the lead guitarist in that band. Shout out Ryan. That's his name. Yeah. That's dope, man. That's All right, right. Dude, He's that, killing it. They're... It's kind of cool. You and I talk about this oh, yeah. quite a bit, Alex. Is yeah. like how I love the fact of like, like you said just a minute ago, Texas country used to think Randy Rogers, Josh Abbott, you know, like the kind of twangy, whatever. I love that music too. But this new wave coming through has way more rock roots, I would oh, say. Yeah. Like, so yeah. I was talking about this last night. I was at a buddy's house and like we had someone from Washington that just had no idea about the current state of like Texas country. And uh, I was like, man, and I might be overstepping my boundaries, but I was like, it's really almost going to like an emo type shit. Like it is. See, I'm thinking, which is cool if it's. I'm thinking know, it has a very like '90s rock influence. It does for sure. Like these guys, like you hear. I don't know if any of y'all have listened to Giovanni's oh, Giovanni yeah. and the Hard Guys' new single. <laughs> what did you say? You said uh, I didn't know uh, who was doing music again. Right. <laughs> I you said, no, switch he, said, he, said, he said I didn't know Good Charlotte. Yeah, Good Charlotte. That's what it was. Oh no, God. it literally sounds straight no, out of 2004. That's, that's not like, a, that's yeah. not an insult. You know, it's I mean, it's just it really sounds like that time, and a lot of bands sounds yeah, like that. It's awesome. What was so funny to me is uh, I think I've mentioned it on here before, but I don't even know if y'all know this. I'm half Mexican, which I don't look like it, but my mom is 100 percent Mexican. She hear them order it so. at uh, the cantina. They make they make fun <laughs> of me so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made Alex eat lengua, which is tongue, but uh, she was good. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so uh, so Giovanni's new song, which uh, so Giovanni and the Hired Guns, they're very similar to to Reed. I'm sure they played together over the years oh, yeah. or whatever. They're playing Coke Fest next weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's gonna be a that's a good lineup too. But his new song, Ramon Ayala, dude, that's like that's Randy Rogers to that kind of you know what I'm yeah. saying I'm like he did not just drop this song called Ramon Ayala I was like let's go Justin. every time that song comes on my shuffle I feel like I'm about to hear move along by uh, um, All American Rejects next yeah like it sounds just it's awesome though like because they're going a completely different direction it's yeah cool. and so my shameless favorite Cody West is I, I I don't know, man. If I could like invest money in like somebody's potential success, like a stock, you know, like, hey, dude, just gonna blow up. I don't know how that dude's not on top of the world just yet. That's exactly what we were listening to last night really? while talking about that. I yeah. love his music because I think that he started out very, very like like a lot of them, you know, very country roots. He is there's not a lick of country in his new stuff. Like buried alive. I'm like this the music that you're just now getting into, the Silversteins and whatnot, that's the kind of stuff it reminds me of. It's a whole different ball game now because when you put on like the ranch, you're not hearing Kyle Park and there's nothing wrong with those people, but like there's like a different little dynamic that they're bringing Mm -hmm. and everyone's following suit. And the other stuff is still there too. Like what's the real country dude that's going Nashville? Um, I think he's from Texas. Randall King? Randall King. Is he yeah. from here? Yeah, he is. But he's like, I mean, country as it he's, gets, man. Yeah, he's Cody Johnson country. He's country country. Well, that's actually who I was thinking of a second ago, and I couldn't think of his name. <laughs> Cody Johnson. Yeah. That is like, I mean, Texas as it yeah. gets, man. That's honky-tonk is yeah. what that is. He's selling out, uh, like, arenas He sold now. out Reliant Stadium in Houston at the rodeo two years ago. Like, it's nuts. 
Awesome. I, I had the chance to see him at the Ryman, and I was too fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he oh. was texting me pictures of him drinking at 8.15 in the morning. I just got to work. In Nashville, dude. Dude, that's the... <laughs> Two days max. Like, you should have seen me front row at Sturgill. Oh, my God. It was in Austin, so I'm surrounded by all these hipsters and whatnot, which... As I'm looking at Whatever. three Sturgill Simpson posters in his hey. studio Hey, here. The, the King has a new album coming out uh, in August. Uh, he texted me and told me, hey, Justin, this is a this is a birthday present for you. It's not, don't make it a big deal. It's not a big deal. But uh, yeah, King Stew, he's coming over later. We're going to get a podcast. King Stew. But uh, <laughs> dude, like that was, whenever we went to go see him, I was absolutely teetering that line. I'm mm-hmm. like, you've got to calm down. Act like you've been here before, kid. And, and then, That's I, how I am with Bingham. Yeah, that's how you do. Yeah, 100%. I got his fucking tattoos on my arm when I turned 18. I copied Ryan Bingham's tattoos. Put yeah. them on my arm. Sorry, that's, man. That's next That's next level fanboy right yeah, there. Sure yeah, sure is. Yeah, I'm not It's proud. the first time we were ever here. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not, I'm not yeah. the most proud of it. Yeah, but it we'll cut that out. to the yeah. whole world. Disclaimer, the Rated JG podcast does not condone those actions whatsoever. It's just neither, a tattoo, hey, guys. Neither does Della Pearl. <laughs> It's not exact. Right? It's okay. We love him. Also, uh, Alex is, like we just mentioned, Alex is the front man, the lead singer of Della Pearl, and he's having more issues with his microphone right now than any front man I've ever seen him. I am. But it's all right, because we're going to figure this thing out. I got he, this. He's two-handed that mic right now, like it's going to bite him or something. about the deep throat. It, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of 90s rock, you were like Ed, Eddie Vedder right there, just, you know. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> Get above between <laughs> the muffin man. He's the last of the Mohicans, man. I he love is. They're all gone. Lane Staley, Scott Wyatt, sad, man. Chester's gone. I mean, he wasn't really. He was a little bit after that, but and it's like all of that music kind of turned into like dad rock. You know, like you have like Seether and right. Stained, and which gets a lot of hate. No, and I don't good, understand why because I love, shit is, I love uh, me some Seether, Toadies, Stone Temple Pilots. You know, that's what I was raised on, and that's. Well, STP man, Scott Weiland, he's gone. That's yep. I. I mean, I think of that era. Lane Staley's my favorite vocalist from that era, Same. and but Scott's right there yeah, with him. Right and uh, that was like you said, like it's a kind of weird how that whole. I, I, don't, I don't like. I guess sound like sonically, it's kind of like it's just disappeared, it's faded. Yeah, and it. I'm not. I'm not saying that, that music needs to stay around forever or whatever. But like now, I feel like it's being influenced now. Yes, well, I think the 100%. vocals not so much, but the music. Dude, now that everybody that grew up with yes. that, like their parents playing it, that they're the guys that are kind of like bringing it back. Well, influence sort of, kind of. We're pretty influenced from that. Well, influence yeah. is a perfect word because it's not a direct replication. Right. It's like you can tell that these dudes were fans of that music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm a like I'm all over that because I can't play a lick of music to save my life. But I'm all like, yeah, check this dude out. He reminds me of this dude. And next thing you know, you're going down a four hour rabbit hole on YouTube looking up bands yep. you never heard before. So, but dude, that's that's how we kind of started. Like we, mm-hmm. I was you know so heavily influenced by like '90s country, like Alan Jackson, freaking. Tim McGraw, you know, because that's we used to pull up in a field in my uncle's truck and just he drank beer and I drank Dr. Pepper and it just <laughs> reminded me of those fucking times, you know. And I like we kind of grew up and uh, I wanted to make something like that and it does not sound like that at all. At all. But that's that's how we started. I wanted to talk to you about that because for those of you listening that don't know, Jake is very very talented when it comes to music. I'm talking oh, as thanks, a, as a musician, you know, with instruments and whatnot. Right. But lyrically, like the songwriter aspect of it, 
I don't feel like that's something you can teach. Dude's Grant, got it. Dude, some of the lyrics that y'all have shown me, because, and I don't want to divulge anything on here that y'all don't want me to, so I'm not going to go too, too oh, far in fine. it. Go for it. But, um, okay, one lyric that I'm, I'm sure I'm going to butcher. I, I have no background history of the story of this, but you wrote the song, and it's something about name tattooed on your hands. That's or what? begged and pleaded. Oh, it's my, my. favorite song that he's written. Okay, so, Jake, I'm going to give you the floor <coughs> for a second here. Could you tell me... Without getting, you know, we're all getting the sneak peek here. Could you kind of give me a little bit of a background as where that came from? Because when I heard that, I didn't really necessarily know you very well at the time. And I'm like, okay, so the real quiet dude that plays bass wrote that. Like, that's <laughs> deep as fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, where did yeah. that come from? If man, you're comfortable. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, man, my dad uh, passed away January 2020, uh, pancreatic cancer. It was a really, uh, really quick thing. And, he had my son's name tattooed on his hands. And I mean, he had tattoos all over his body. He was just kind of a big badass bike. I'm trying to find something for you real Go quick. Go for it, man. Uh, no worries. Badass biker, man. And uh, that's sick, man. Yeah, I'm showing I'm showing him a picture right now of my dad's knuckles and uh, in the hospital bed. That's but, so sick. It's awesome. So, I mean, that song begged and pleaded. It's just about, you know, like praying so much and kind of feeling helpless you know because everything's happening so quick and uh yeah it's uh definitely a sentimental song for, for sure, sure i'll know? tell you he uh because um, me and jake a lot of times will be like hey so i got this idea you know i've got these lyrics written down let's see if we can get together and you know fuck with it a little bit and see what we can come up with it mm-hmm. and he did that with me and with that song and i think he had maybe a verse and a chorus written probably and I was going to come over there and I helped. We figured out like one line, like with my help. And then he showed me that. And I was like, man, this is you. This is yours. Yeah, you do what you, you got to do with you it. Couldn't write that one. Yeah. Write that yeah. One. I almost felt bad asking him to sing it. Mm-hmm. But I just knew I love. So that's what we do. I mean, a lot of the times is I'll, I'll write something or half of something, send it to Alex. And I trust him 100% because I love his voice. Mm-hmm. I knew he'd do it justice. Yeah, and I will say this, like I'm not blowing smoke up your butt at all, but Jake and I got a little tuned up one night, and he told me, shit, you might have been here. And all yes, we, all we I was here, is, but I was very drunk. I think you maybe went out to smoke, and Probably. Jake told me, he was like, I'm going to throw you under the bus a little bit, but he was like, yeah, dude, you know, I just, whenever I was writing it, it was just kind of like nothing more than just writing it down, and then he asked you to sing it, and he was like, dude, I feel like super, like, I don't want to say, like, I don't think the word you used was blessed, but like thankful that somebody that with your voice could bring like his vision of what that was supposed to be to life. And I'm like, that's, dude, goosebumps, man. Like that's yeah, sick. That's you know who, I mean, Goosey's hearing that. So that thank is you, who, but, that's who we are yeah. as Della Pearl. You know, that's really how, that's why we started this. Um, I come from a, you mind if I just talk for a minute? It's all um, you. We, I come from a family of musicians, man. Like I had no choice. My grandpa, my grandpa literally threw a guitar in my hand and looked like he was about to whoop my ass, but I didn't play something <laughs> good. And so, I grew up like that, and my whole family had songs, good, good songs. And uh, one day I hope I can help them record them and everything. But we originally started by, you know, trying to take those songs that have kind of been forgotten about. And, yeah, the family songs. Yeah, the family songs. That's what we were going to do at the beginning of Della Pro before we even started the whole thing. Right. We are going to take the family songs and make them, make them kind of a little more modern so and uh, and we still out. are planning on using some of those songs we just haven't gotten around yeah to doing it. and uh so that was the original plan and then we kind of went from there to i just ended up writing a few songs and uh well so that was like i a, already had a couple written but 
That we, was... we were still doing the metal band when that idea came up. And we had always toyed around with the thought of uh, doing something else besides metal. And no shit, COVID is the reason Della Pearl's a band. 100%. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like yeah, how like... Nice. Not to sound like cliche, how like something beautiful comes out of such a shitty situation. Because yeah, yeah. I don't know if y'all listened to the episode I just recently posted with a guy named Corduroy Brown. I haven't, I haven't yet. It was like the definition of what we're talking about right yeah. now. Like I just stumbled upon this dude and I heard like two lines to a song. Whenever you hear it and it hits you, like there's like the clap track, you know, like, oh, back of a truck and a drink in my beer. Like, and then that, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. But then there's another kind of song where somehow how they just orchestrate it you're like oh shit you stop and you like rewind you're like what did he just say and you start listening and then you find out the backstory to it when y'all get a second you need to listen to that episode because this dude blew my mind but to know that like like your story like the background of what you feel the soul yes Della Pearl is named after my great great grandmother she died when my mom was four yeah um and who gave birth to all these motherfuckers in my family that do this and so it's kind of an ode to her and she has a pretty badass name so we used it god i'm learning all kinds of stuff right now this thing runs deep i've told jake so many times how like cool i think it is that you know he entrusts me with these songs and singing for this that's named after his great great grandmother and like all that stuff and i'm really grateful for this sounds lame but i'm grateful for the opportunity because it's cool i mean i don't know we started doing this shit whenever you were supposed to social distance and sit in the driveway <laughs> and shit. So we'd sit in a driveway and Jake had two or three ideas that we started hammering out on. And when we first started that, I hit him up. I don't know how long, uh, was it like three months? It, it was, no, because I think you hit me up in June and then August is when, is when actually, I re-hit you up yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, he was us. obviously, so So we have, there's a lot of artists that, that I know of the area and everything. And I even have conversations with my brother. My brother... Bradman should be an A and R for definitely everybody because he's since I was ten years old picked everybody who was gonna blow, and my brother was like, "Dude, you gotta get Alex." Shout out Brad and uh, so for us to get our first choice. At first, your- I said, "Man, he's too old." <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all I don't look twenty five. Well, you know what's funny about that is because you and I, like our story of how we became friends, yeah. was just mutual, or whatever. But I remember you telling me you were actually you were on the podcast telling me that you were like, "Hey man, I'm doing this single thing. I've got an EP yep. ready to go," and all that came to a screeching halt. Mm-hmm. And that was because of this. Yeah, like one hundred percent. I'll tell you because uh, I played a gig. So yes, Blake messaged me on. Um, it was like, like in May June. or June, something like that. And um, at this point, me and Preston and Josh and uh, a couple other guys, Mark and Alfred, we were messing around with you know yeah. a band and stuff. We were having fun, just jamming. We and weren't I, really doing I a whole lot. I saw that stuff too, right? Yeah, and Blake came over and hung out with us a few times. And I was just telling him, you know, I'm gonna see this thing out, you know, whatever. Alfred ended up getting this kick-ass gig with uh, what are they called? Hometown? Tejano, Tejano band. Yeah, yeah, Tejano band. Uh, Hometown boys, I think is what they're called. I think Mark's playing with them now too. But um, anyways, that kind of faded off a little bit, and then I played at Brand. I honestly, I forgot that Blake really hit me up. Then I'm playing at Brandenburger in beginning of August, probably right around this time, and um, he comes up to me after the show, and he was like, "Hey, so I don't know if you forgot or not, but <laughs> we still kind of got this idea going on. Remember I want you to me? meet you. I was gonna give it one last shot. <laughs> yeah, he I was gonna gave give it one, one last, last shot. shot. <laughs> he um." <laughs> He came, he you know came up and talked. We talked, and I was like, "Dude, fuck yeah, I'm I'm down. Let's just do it." I met Jake that night, and uh, um, 
I had a show at Railport the next weekend. This is actually kind of funny. I had a show at Railport the next weekend, and uh, I went and played that. And uh, we had talked a little bit before that, like, hey, after I finish this show. Yeah, Jake I and usually, I showed up. Right, yeah, they came. And um, usually at Railport, you know, you're done by 8, 8.30, something like that. And um, the plan was to leave there. Once I break everything down, go out to Blake's house and hang out and whatnot. And um, So I finished Railport. I had a long day. I was late to my gig after work. I got there, and I was like, God, I'm so tired. So I texted Blake after I finished. I was this like, This was man, a big deal. This was a big yeah, deal. Yeah, I was like, man, I'm not going to make it. Like, I'm just, I'm dead. You know, if we can do tomorrow night or something. He was like, hey, so, you know, we kind of planned this night out. This is fitting in, you know. Well, we they, both, not, have, not we both a, have kids. They both have kids and a family and everything. Right. So it was, you know, this is this is kind of where it fits in our schedule. If we don't do this now, we're going to have to wait a couple weeks. So I was like, you know what? Let's do it. I'm good. I'll he go. hopped in the truck and he came out. And I came out. Yeah. And that's and where we, they, we, they we threw perfume it. in my lap. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit, this is for real. So you're just a front man from the get-go, just a diva. You know? Fucking singers. Oh, yeah, I'm so tired. I don't want to go. I mean, I guess, I guess I'll show The up, amount of but... times that I hear fucking singer whenever we're together is I'm awesome. totally joking. <laughs> we drank so much that night. Ended up in my brother's pool. Ended up in your brother's pool out. at 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the best. Then you're looking at each other. You're like, you're the best singer I've ever known. <laughs> you, Pretty much. You can sing. We're going to shake the fucking world, dude. You can sing the phone book, and I will listen to it. You're the best. I think that's that's the night that uh, Blake and I were. It was y'all jit- MMA fought, jitsuing each other, oh, um, in our fucking underwear in your garage. <laughs> oh my gosh! It looked no, it looked just like a UFC fight because we were wearing. It looked nothing like a <laughs> UFC. Nothing like you, like boxers. <laughs> Jake suddenly, you're like he, three he suddenly feet taller than me. Two skinny it fat guys, nothing like a UFC fight. <laughs> y'all both have that skinny fat thing going on. It. 5.30 in the morning in the garage in your box. Jake. So all I know is all I know is I got I got hip tossed yeah, because dude. Jake was trying to teach me how to do UFC at 5.30 how in the morning. How to do UFC. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. That's how he said it. I was teaching him how to do the Bellators. <laughs> the Bellators. <laughs> I can so see that. Floor, man. Oh my garage. Sh- I didn't mean to. I tried to let him down easy. Ribs were bruised for bruised four weeks. I, I feel like every dude... Maybe not to that extent, but we all have a story like that. Like at some point in time, you're like just three in the morning, looking at your friend. You're like, "You want to fight right now?" I don't <laughs> like. I don't. Your face is pissing me off. I want to punch you. You you can punch me back if you want, but you know, let's just see what happens. Yeah, we try to keep it in in the circle. But rule number one about Della Pearl Fight Club: you don't talk about Della. <laughs> <Pearl. laughs> hey, Anyways, but you heard it here first on the Radio JD podcast. <laughs> this is exciting though, because I, like I said, y'all have talked about it for so long, and it's finally coming to fruition. But um, we kind of talked about Blake's background. Uh, I also, we just kind of skimmed over the fact that y'all were in a metal band. What? I've never heard of that. What, where did that go? What happened with that? I didn't know. Jake and I have been playing metal together for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I'm 30 now, and I was 17 when I met Blake. And honestly, he put me in the whole... Uh, <laughs> Unprofessional. <laughs> uh, he put me in the, you know, in a different mindset, like... Because he's always been an audio engineer. That's what he does by trade. And uh, he's gonna hate this. <laughs> well, well, I mean, he had a he had a studio in his house, and I was 17 years old, and I went and I was blown away. You know, I'd never been in nothing like that, and it kind of changed my life. But um, thanks, brother. Oh yeah. But uh, but yeah. Ever since that point, we've been in a few metal bands with each other, and we're in a band called Who in the Hell's Phone? It's is probably that? a wife, so somebody better answer it. Hey, mine. <laughs> Oh, it's, oh, it's Blake. It's yours. Look who it is. I'm over here talking shit. It's wifey, isn't it? And it's fucking DJ Puns. Puns. Oh, 
You got to put him on speaker. Hey, so you're on a podcast. You're on the Rated JG podcast right now. <laughs> What's up, pun? Hey, uh, go look at that picture that I sent you <laughs> Dude, call you back, dude. <laughs> dude. So, what were we talking about? Bitch Metal. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, the cigarette cloud. break. Hey, what were, what were we talking about before he called? Metal. Y'all were in a metal band oh, yeah, for yeah, a long yeah. time. Let's just finish uh, this You went quick. to a studio. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, we were in a band called uh, Phantom Limb. That that was the uh, the most fun one. Uh, Phantom with an F. Go go check it out on Bandcamp. We had, still. It's we had awesome. just dropped an EP when COVID, when COVID hit. hit. Yeah. COVID it was hit. dope, man. Like, even this, we got put in this French magazine. Like, um, that podcast, we, we were on this podcast. Um, it was a Southern California math cast. Yeah. It uh, was, if, if you're into, you know, math, metal at all, go check it out. thought you were going to finish with math. Did you say I was math like, metal? No, I'm not into yeah, math. dude. Oh, yeah, it's all you about never heard of math metal? Crazy oh, time, say crazy just, time, too. Just, just long division. <laughs> <laughs> Carry the one. Hey, hey. You can't, you can't listen to it like this. Right. <laughs> Shit. You can't listen to it like this. It's more like... Y'all go smoke your cigarettes or whatever you want to do. (laughs) All right, we're back from a little hiatus because my uh, compadres needed nicotine in their system. So, (laughs) sorry about that. It helps my voice. (laughs) Anyways, we were talking about uh, math metal and stuff like that. I think. So, where did the uh, the um, transition from that into Della Pearl? How do y'all like? I'm sure that a as a musician, it's probably really hard. To go from like metal sound, like I mean, as a whole, into like very, sl- I don't want to say slower, but a whole different sound. You totally know I mean? different. Yeah, it, man. We Blake and I, at least, we've always been or Blake and I only in this band have always been metalheads. I mean, like, and I say metalheads, not talking about like Lamb of God and Corn and shit. We're right, talking right, about right. like Dillinger Escape Plan stuff like that. Uh, Daughters and. We just grew up that way. There was a huge scene, especially here in Midlothian. And um, the Lighthouse. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's how we grew up. So, um, But me, like I said earlier, my whole entire family plays, like, you know, classic rock country music. So I grew up that way, veered towards metal naturally. And um, so I've all, like I, like I said, my grandpa threw that guitar in my hands. I've always played it, but... It's not what I preferred, and then whenever I got a little older, I was just like, you know, I'm not, I'm not bad at this, and um, maybe, maybe I should take this a little more seriously, and I did. And also, when my grand or my grandpa, and my dad passed in January 2020, it kind of like put a fire under my ass a little bit, and I was just, you know, there was a lot of uh, songwriting emotions there, and I banged a few good ones out, in my my opinion, and oh yeah, no um, doubt. Mm-hmm. I and feel like that's what happened. We were talking a minute ago, and I feel like the word authenticity keeps getting brought up, and and it's like it's perfect to explain something like this because I feel like people have been exposed to the you know the Cardi B's of the world, and you like whatever they're successful, I get it, and you know my wife has probably contributed to half their wealth <laughs> as much as she streams <laughs> that shit, you know. But anyways, like. It's surface level. It's very much like somebody probably just gave them these lyrics and said, you know, sing it and whatever. But like when it comes to that, that like the, the background of it, it's like it, it just hits you different. You know what I mean? And it makes you kind of feel something when you're listening to it, which is super cool to me. The fact that you can listen to a song, whether it be 
metal or gospel or whatever it may be, that ability to take you to a certain spot and right. you know bring back such vivid memories. Sure, sure. And y'all have like something that a lot of people don't have is you have the ability to do something and put pad to pen and record it and then I guess the goal down the line is to be like, oh man, I remember when Della Pearl was, you know, had two songs on an EP and now they're blown up. Like that's cool to have that potential. You know what I'm saying? That's what was yeah. cool to me because I mean, I grew up from six, six, seven, eight years old. I was listening to the stories that people were telling in their songs. I wasn't like, oh, this is really catchy. Like that's just how I grew up. You know, I never caught on to the other side and then the fact that i was able to meet these guys when i was sitting there thinking you know i really need to take this thing for real start a band like do this thing this fell on my lap and it was like man this is fucking awesome this is exactly what i've been looking for right you know, it was really cool well and, and another thing about us is i write some of the songs and alex writes some of the songs mm-hmm. and everybody else helps even blake like right. he's got a few key fucking lines in some of these songs that he wrote and uh you know if i'm if i'm you know hung up on something i'll turn honestly i'll turn to blake before i turn to alex mm-hmm. a lot of the time because yeah. blake's clutch with that type of shit so yeah. um it we we kind of lean on each other with it and it's really cool i mean we we just met up the other night and had a few beers and banged one out and it's badass you know i can't wait for everybody to hear it so what's the plan as far as do y'all have a, I think plan might be too concrete of a word, but do y'all have like a vision or like overall overarching theme goal that y'all are working towards right now? Because y'all are in such the infancy stages of what Della Pearl is. You know, we're talking about your first show officially, mm-hmm. but like I know y'all and I know there's a lot going on behind the scenes. What is like one of your first foreseeable attainable goals that y'all have as a band, if there is one? Quit our jobs. <laughs> yeah honestly honestly make it make a living you know hopefully we're good enough to do this professionally and make a living doing it you but know i think short term what you're looking for is uh we're going in the studio to do two singles yeah hell yeah and then is that like again i don't know anything about the, the industry so whenever you cut a single obviously that's supposed to be the most prominent piece of work off of an album which is the bigger piece of work that you're going to send out for the sure. promotions of essentially so yeah, yeah. So, so yeah really the goal is you know where we're at right now we've got um an idea of what we're gonna record you know we're doing that what end of august september something like that take a few months you know whatever but um really we're just trying to get our best representation of our sound out there you know because kind of kind of the goal is get people familiar with us and then whenever we do release an album they want to dive in and then they go oh shit there's so much more than this you know that that's kind of where we're at right now we got to educate the consumer right sure. exactly and and something about us man we like like I said earlier we started out trying to be one way and it quickly it's like oh, went yeah. another direction Ain't which close in a, to it, but in it's a awesome. good way yeah. and uh and this first it's kind of yeah. kept going in different directions we're a lot of different types of the amount of times music. in the past year that we've said i think we just found our sound <laughs> yeah. yeah it's been a lot i can't tell you how many drunken 2 a.m facebook messages i've got <laughs> and it's a video that looks like it was filmed on a potato and, and all you can see alex, is the back of jake's head alex is alex and me he's like hey what do you think of this and it's a fucking ceiling fan and someone's foot <laughs> and, and it's like what am i looking at and the next thing you know there's a three minute like beautiful song i'm like hey man like the visuals are subpar but you know like 
I wouldn't put this as a music video, but like this is dope. Started you're, you're, from the bottom, hey, and no, we'll be yeah. there one no. day. You're getting the inside. You're getting the inside videos because that's only for us to listen yeah. to. Yeah. Like you're getting the videos yeah. that are only for us to like make sure we Thanks like. Thanks for what selling we're here. me out, Justin. God. <laughs> yeah, we'd have a ton of music for people to listen to. Yeah. If that wasn't the case. So you've heard every song, yeah, most of them, yeah. That's but that's like what makes it cool is because you know that it's not just a. Well, I mean, it's Wednesday, so let's go record something. Right. Y'all aren't gonna put something out that doesn't have a lot of like thought and and and, and like feeling and like like a, there's like a process behind it is what I'm getting at. It's yeah. not just you know we're at the point where we've got to get shit done, we've got to get shit out, we've got to be doing Absolutely, this, we've got to yeah. be doing this. But at the same time, after we practice and we go sit on that back porch, we want to be having fun. Yeah, and you know we talk about that all the fucking time. Like it's like this thing has to stay fun as much as it possibly can, and we've been doing good at that. Yeah, that, that back know. porch time is really important. After, Very important. After, after practices, important even, even after shows, we yeah. all we all sit down together. We call it back porch wisdom. Yeah, <laughs> and we just share, you know, what the fuck we're thinking yeah. and uh, where we should. So everything forward. gets hashed out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, chain smoking, sharing back porch wisdom with exactly. a bunch, he of, bunch of drunk and lonely hearts. Guy. Dude. <laughs> exactly. every, yeah. and, guys, every lie has a couple of believers. It's getting, <laughs> it's getting really hard to pick them apart. <laughs> there's people that are listening to this that are going to go, "Oh my god!" Because they, are, there's yeah. a couple of our friends that are going to be like, oh, "You yeah. douche." <laughs> That's a lyric from one of Alex's songs. Yeah. If you didn't catch on to that, so oh, is that going to be a, a? Yeah, that's a dope. Girl song. I was going to say, is that in? Like hey, so the, so when you were talking about that earlier, right when we got him mm-hmm. and we started this whole thing, he had the six song EP like pretty much ready. To, I was ready to go. Me and Preston were pretty much halfway done recording that. We had a few more that we needed to put full band to. And for two months, he was like, "All right, so these songs, I'm not gonna." make Della Pearl yet. Like I'm gonna hold these gonna put them in my back pocket and I'm gonna and make see how this and goes. I'm gonna make sure that this is where for sure. and I remember I can't remember if it was three months, four months in, but I remember that that time when he was like, Nope, not doing the E P no more. The E P is now gonna be a part of Della Pearl and I was like, Holy shit, all right, let's go. It's it's time. <laughs> yeah. Went from six to midnight real quick. <laughs> yeah, so I mean we put he and I both put all of our cards in as far as you know songs that were written and everything and um, so this first i think this, first, better, I think this first song is going to be real um unique in the fact that it's going to be raw alex raw jake and and it's going to be a fucking kick-ass record mm-hmm. but i don't think it's gonna i don't think second album will sound because when we write together it's already got its own right it's so, already got its own different sound this 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 one's gonna be a whole lot of my style, his style, kind of putting them together and all that kind of stuff, you know, which has turned out fucking awesome. Well, and then the band, and the band, and the band's making. Me and Jake have kind of put the bones there. The band's putting this, you know, the rest of it around there, the muscle yeah. and skin and all that kind of stuff on these songs, and it's fucking awesome. I will tell you, I mean, <laughs> when we start writing together, like we're all, we've all got our instruments, we're just fucking around and stuff. Yeah, the shit we're coming up with, kick ass. And we're really excited about that stuff. Yeah. That, you know. Well, I'll tell you this from like, okay, I'm saying outsider because I don't, I don't have a. <laughs> anyways, uh, this podcast is sponsored by COVID. So, uh, <laughs> hey, I got a test. 
Yeah, we antibody. I got a negative test. You want to see? We antibodied up in this bitch. But, uh, <laughs> no, but like from an outsider's perspective, because I'm so intertwined with y'all, and I've been friends with you know, I've I've met Blake and Jake recently, kind of known each other by association, but I've been really close with Josh and really close with Alex for a while, and it's cool because I'm inside, but I'm outside as well, and I'm like, okay, it started out with, well, you know. Josh is going to play this instrument. Jake's going to play this one. John might play. John might. And then, like, as time goes on, y'all are becoming, like, not to sound cliche, but y'all are becoming, like, a unit, like a band. And, like, everyone's contributing in a different way. And I feel like that's the difference between a, uh, so, I'm putting up quotes here, like a solo artist that just goes to Nashville and gets a bunch of hired guns to, right. you know, fill out an album. Like, y'all are, like, a unit. You know what I mean? That, I mean, that was our thing from day one, man. We were, like, in in the Texas country scene, you know, um, there's so many bands, if not most bands, that they play at least half covers, you know, yeah. and we were like, it would be really cool if people were playing our covers. Why well, it's been taking you so know? long because we're right now. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I, I mean. Say. You want to say a year? We're, we have one cover in the set. Yeah. Like, and you know. Come do a show to find out hell, which one yeah. it is. I know. He's 14th, real poor Brinko. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's. And we've got a lot of, we've gotten a lot of. People don't think that's the the way to do it, but man, if I'm gonna get up there, I want you to hear what we're doing, not right. not, not our best version of somebody else's stuff. Right. And I will tell you, we went through there. You know, the first four or five, six months or whatever, we were because like we talked about earlier on the deal, we were you know we had this idea in our heads of what we wanted to sound like, and it's turned into something completely different. But you know, we were at that point, we hadn't written as much as we wanted to. At that, we were chasing this sound. Okay. We were going after it and, you know, trying to force that sound, which was cool. It was sounding dope. But what we ended up doing was we were saying, you know, okay, Josh, we're not on the steel guitar. You don't know how to play the steel guitar because you've never learned it. Let's put you on what you know, which is the guitar. We at that, I almost take that as like a bridge. Like we crossed the bridge right there. It changed. Well, we right put up. everybody on what they're most comfortable doing and what they're best at. Yeah, play to your it, strengths. Exactly. Yeah. We played to our strengths instead of what we thought we wanted to sound like, and it was like, man, this is what's actually our sound, and here we fucking go. You know, it was cool. Yeah. No, I mean, we we had some weird expectations up front. Right. You know, I think, I think, especially me. I mean, honestly, and I had this sound in my head, and. Uh, and it had laughs still. And it definitely, <laughs> yeah, it definitely had, had laughs still like, in it. At but. first, it was like us coming from metal. Right. It was like, if we're going to do this, we're going right, to do it. We, we, got, we got to have some instrumentation that's not the same instruments as just being in a metal band. <laughs> well, right. That's well, what they, I kind of thought it was. Well, and I've just always been a huge fan of pedal steel and oh, stuff like that. It's, so, be- it's so beautiful. But my, my thing was, we had, we had these, you know, these pieces in place and then we weren't using the pieces correctly. It was, it was a really yeah. weird deal. I've never been in a band like that. And then we one day said, fuck it, man. Like let's, right. let's do what we're best at. And we did. And yeah. here we are. You know? yeah. And another thing that, like I said, you know, outsider looking in, I was a fan of what you're doing. And it's, it's cool to be able to like, see y'all support each other. Like Alex is doing solo gigs. Josh is doing solo gigs. If you go, you know, 
rip lead guitar for somebody or you sell one of the songs you wrote. There's no beef. It's like... He oh. ain't selling no songs. Yeah, right. yeah you, know, you know what I meant, though. Yeah, you, you know what I meant. He can sell his art. Right. But, but like, it's it's supportive. It's not it's not like a... There, right. There's no, like, tension or, like, right. you know, it, it feels very much like you want each other to succeed. Right. Well, and, sure, but I think what you're not also realizing in that statement, um, him and Josh, like, while they can do great what they're doing they're so stoked to doing originals oh absolutely they're so oh, yeah. uh, they're yeah. so tired of i don't want to speak for you but, no you yeah but of being a jukebox and people not even like they're just drinking beers and talking. i want to get to the point to where we're if me or josh or whoever goes and plays a show we're playing our music and people are sitting there listening to us you know that's that's my dream and i've said this from day one when i think about you know what I or we or whatever I'm a part of to be respected as. I don't want to be respected as um, somebody who goes and fills seats and pops fireworks and, you know, gets everybody fucked up and drunk and, you know, that's fun all too. that kind of stuff. But that's fun. That's fun. That, that There's part of that. There's fun. Of that. But I want to be able to go play that show on Saturday, Sunday afternoon, go sit in a listening room with 50 people and everybody listen to every word I say for an hour and a half. That 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 is my dream. Right. And I think that everybody else is on that exact same page, lyrically, uh, create creatively, be respected, you know, and that's really cool for me. I totally get that. Fully respectable mm-hmm. goal. Question, mm-hmm. because there's been, and I don't, I do not mean this offensive whatsoever. There's been plenty of shows. I've, I've seen you play right. fucking hundred times. You right. and Josh both. And there's been plenty of times where it's just me, my wife, and two of our buddies that are in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Just us. You still hesitate to play your originals. Uh, ooh, and and yeah. when I'm there, I'm Damn, asking you to. Oh, we do. We're like, play Alex or jo- play a Josh Burch. Like, oh, people no. like singing along no, to shit they they're know. Like, Nobody. People like singing and along so, to shit they know. So it's but, really easy to do the cover band thing because it's like, yeah, everyone's right. going to love us if we play these other songs right. really well. So, but it's like the goal is to, to answer your question earlier, right. the goal is to have Della Pearl be what they're singing, right. what they want to hear. Right. Instead of you know whatever else is out there, right? Because we we force y'all to do it. We're you like, do, yeah, and Josh and I force Josh to do it, yeah. and he forces me. Yeah. To do it. Josh and Alex will be like, anyway, here's this. We're like, no, sing <laughs> the other one. We know that one, and then like we make you do it. Yeah. Obviously, like you, we're not making you do it. Of anything. course, you're a yeah. grown man. Do what you want, but yeah. like we we try to push it. And there's even I think y'all are still at that point where you're like not a hundred percent comfortable. Maybe well, I don't want to speak I'm, for I'm, you. I'm, I'm well, well for me, I'm 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 a hundred percent comfortable with it. For me, it's whenever you get in that setting of you got to play for three hours or you got to play for four hours and you start playing these cover songs and all this stuff, you get everybody going, okay? And then, okay, I go play uh, Searching for a Song or whatever it is. Which is one of our songs. 90% of people don't know that song. Y'all do whatever, whatever. That's when they go get a beer. One day, y'all yeah. all and know I'm, this song. It's, I, I love it. Hey, yeah, go get your beer. I love playing this song. It's one of my favorite songs I've ever written. And I love that you guys are listening to it. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, 20 of my 25 audience just got up. And I'm singing to nobody but my friends who have heard this on Drunken Nights at 3 a.m., you right. know. And, like, and there's the owner of this company that's paying me to be here. And they're right, like, what exactly. the fuck's going on? Yeah, I, exactly. I, I, don't, I don't think about that side. Yeah, I, and I'll you know, it's, that, it's yeah. not a... 
it's not a comfort thing. I'm comfortable playing hey, those songs. But you are, no, but you are defending the band who plays. Oh, for sure, absolutely, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we're we're not doing that. So yeah, you're not yeah, gonna have to yeah. ask for an original. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and, exactly. And, and us just having to speak about it this way like speaks volumes on <laughs> how, how many it actually is in the in the scene right now. And right. I feel like a lot of people that pay their hard earned money. I'm no fucking better than anybody in this room or anybody in the mm-hmm. world for that matter. If you take your time off of work, your money to go pay or whatever, spend your time to see someone that's playing music. You have to be a special kind of an asshole to like not right. listen or like like they're they're there to be entertained. Do so you like, remember you, when we were uh, in Fort Worth for your was it, was it Autumn's birthday? I don't know. You're pointing at year. me very yeah, violently. This past right year, now. sorry, <laughs> my bad. Uh, but we went to that um, we went to that bar. <laughs> We went to that bar and that dude was playing that we were. Oh, and he had it the was fiddle. it was Autumn's. Was it birthday? Autumn's birthday? Dude, yeah, he was great, he was awesome. Man. And we were sitting there, and um, you and I had ended up moving up front. Me and Casey, and we got up there and we ended up sitting next to another musician. You know, and um, is this a disco bar? No, 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 not at all. It's actually kidding. Actually, we got yeah, our, our, our ears perked. We were there to just drink beer, yeah. and our ears perked up because this dude was playing Sean McConnell, Zach Bryan, and we're uh, like, Nick Sterling and the Nomads. Yes. That's who it is. Kick ass. Y'all go listen to him if you haven't heard Absolutely. Him. But anyways, um, we got up there, and he finishes. He played some of his originals. He played covers, some kick-ass covers, and he finished up, and everybody was like, I want more, I want more. And some random come up like, well, what covers do you know? Blah, blah, blah. And the other musician that we had just met that night looked over at us and was like, I would be so pissed off if I'm getting called for an encore to play a cover. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And I was like, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You know? Yeah. Like, and, and I get it, you know. Because in their, in their eyes, they're not going to remember your name. Right. And you're just a juba. And environments yeah. like that, I totally get it. You know, sometimes you have to bite that bullet as a solo guy that's playing bars, that's playing background music. Oh, yeah. you get, but If you're playing a bar and you're supposed right. to be background music, then you're a juba. Exactly. But if I'm playing in a band, we're playing in a band, I want people to hear what the fuck we're doing. No and doubt, I want people man. to hear us and know what the fuck we're doing. So do y'all have, like, band, an artist a sound that you're trying to capture or like you want to not you don't want to be a, a replica of somebody no. but do you have anything no. like you want so. no. really i mean there was there's a couple not, ideas there's that, literally influences from i think we have yeah. so many i think influences. his voice is going to put us in a certain sound yeah. no matter there's what no matter what we met, write as musicians right. but i think the music especially with what i come up with over the top right. of what these guys come up with i don't think i sound anything like what he's going right. to put us in a genre. And then Josh Josh puts his emo rhythm guitar on stuff, and it's fucking awesome. Like, it adds so much. Everybody's different influences from where they came from musically yeah. make our sound. You know? some, and like, some we, badass got, gospel drums. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. we go from, you know, Alan Jackson to Turnpike Troubadours to Whiskey Myers to the Eagles to Alice in Chains to Black Crows to, like, just all kinds of different wild shit that's just comes together and it makes one weird ass badass sound and for some reason it all sounds like rust and kelly <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like, throw, throw, throw some southern in there too. shout out rust and kelly man that's been one of my favorites lately Dude, you just but, named off like five of my favorite bands in your comparisons i was like man well we I comparisons yeah influence yeah yeah don't compare us to the yeah, fucking eagles right yeah no eagles but, are the greatest band of all time fight me Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going to. <laughs> Don Henley isn't from this world. Oh, My guy. Not just Don. Not just Don. Yeah, right. Not just Don. 
Anyways, right, let's take this shot. Gentlemen, round three. I've had a blast. Let's get part three going here. Let's fucking the go, boys. Della Pearl. Yeah. <laughs> what did we just have? No. That was Maker's Mark. Okay. And we don't speak anything <laughs> negative about that. Hey, we so do not do that. You either. do not speak those blasphemies in this household. I, I, I love makers, but I don't ever shoot it. That well, that I one's also. put it on ice. That was also, I think, like a special reserve. I don't, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, probably gonna get real real, real quick with a whiskey connoisseurism. Sourism. Um, yeah. <laughs> big word. That was my major in college. <laughs> whiskey connoisseurism. <laughs> Magna cum laude. <laughs> I it with honors. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, we're back. I'm a Jameson fool, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Mr. JG right here gave me a shot of Maker's Mark. And I've really, I should have had that in the past, but I really didn't. You never drink, <laughs> you never drink Maker's? Not really. Maker's yeah, I'm, I'm an Irish whiskey me too. guy. Me too. And uh, you know what's Hey, weird? Maker's with I think us. I'll stick with my Irish whiskey. <laughs> no, <I don't>. it's, <laughs> it's good. Now, Irish whiskey is better straight out of the bottle. But Maker's on a little bit of ice. Man, it's fucking good. Yeah, Jake was making there. fun of me the other night because I like Jack Daniels. There's what? I hate Jack Daniels, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I was like, yeah, what I used to do before I drank a lot of beer is I would just go get a handle of Jack Daniels. You like Jack? And then a 12-pack of Coke, I and I would go to a no, party. I mean, I, and he yeah, looked at me I, like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I was hey, like, no, I liked it. Hey, Jack Daniels is like drinking Natty Light but in I'm high a, school. I'm hey, a, nat- hey, I'm a fuck shooter. It. Natty I'm Light's good. Guess what? Guess what I've been drinking beer-wise? Keystone Light. I've been drinking Keystone Fuck out of Keystone you for must, the last couple I, months. When you hit a certain age, there's a headache that comes right. with that. So there wait, is. before we even get into anything okay. remotely dealing with Della Pearl, we're going to go around this table right now. <laughs> yes, I love Because it. I haven't asked them this. Because <laughs> like, whenever I think of high school, there is two distinct alcohols that stick out. And it's Fireball uh-uh. and it is Natty Light. For me. I never even heard of Fireball when I was in high school. It might not have been out when you were in high school. <laughs> Old ass. I'm 35. So, no. <laughs> hey, no. <laughs> What's the plastic bottle? Is that wild turkey? Or, no, uh, Kentucky Deluxe. That oh, was that was our high school Kentucky whiskey. Kentucky Deluxe. Oh my goodness! It's just a plastic oh, jug plastic that says jug. whiskey hey, on and, it. And, and then your oh. vodka was the McCormick's. Uh, it was all plastic, man. All I plastic. Vote. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, vote to I will not go there. I will say uh, we were talking about all that Jack Daniels that I would like to drink, but. Um, the dr- I've talked about clear liquor before, Ugh. but I've never gotten into the time that I went to Larry Joe Taylor. You can't take glass in there, so I took a plastic <laughs> bottle of black velvet whiskey and drank that in one night, and it was the worst mistake of my life. Oh, and I'll bet. never look at black velvet the same. And they well, try hey. to they try to name that to give it some kind of allure, right. like black Alex. velvet. It's you, horrible. Like, you know, I paid four dollars. Yeah, this. it's horrible. <laughs> Alex, it's I agree. Horrible. But it doesn't matter if you take a bottle of anything in and you drink the bottle, it's gonna be the worst decision. Oh, that's true. Life. Good point. You I'm have a good sorry. Point. It doesn't matter. The, the worst nights of my life because I drank a whole bottle. True words have never been spoken. Very true. You could have a whiskey named whiskey. Yeah. And I would drink it before black velvet. <laughs> and we all have that memory of that one whiskey that's like a like a well yeah. at some you know hole in the wall bar and you get it and, you, and it tastes like you just licked a wooden barrel <laughs> and like just shot like something that said alcohol afterwards. Like, oh yeah, it tastes like wood, that's for sure. Yeah. I really appreciate yeah, we that. We get what you're trying to do here. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's how I feel. I heard they've recently like added more hops. <laughs> I would I would probably drink Kentucky Deluxe but before I would drink Crown Mesquite. Oh, oh. Hey, Crown uh, Mesquite this may be girly. was the nastiest. Hey, 
Crown Apple, Sprite, and the Lime is oh. the best drink you'll ever fucking have in your life. I just, I was talking about Mesquite. I don't care. Mesquite Crown Apple, like Sprite, shit. and Lime. It tastes like barbecue. John, John, our drummer John, he, uh, he's a Crown fool, man. Shout out John. Johnny Jack. Dude, I, I bet you even the, John uh, doesn't like Crown Mesquite. John, the unsung hero of multiple mm. bands over his career, man. John is 100%. just... 100%. Nah, John's a kick-ass dude, man, and he's one hell of a musician. He's been so he dates back. I know he was in Preston Scott. Oh yeah, yeah he, oh, I he was, was gonna in, say, am I crazy for thinking that? I no, know he was yeah, in he one was. of y'all's bands. So he, it's funny because Preston, um, shout out Presty Scott, Peace but uh, he uh, they just met in like a they just met in like a a club or something one day, and uh, I don't know how it happened, but anyway, I ended up joining Preston Scott band. You know, a couple years after they got together and. Um, and when I did, I was blown away by this guy. Man, he he had this like gospel fusion sound, and he was tighter than you could ever want from a drummer, especially being a bass player like myself. And um, yeah, and I had to take him with me to this. So when when we got Alex on board, and we started discussing drummers, it was it. Jake was like. We have to. This right. is this is a first choice. This is what we're going to try. We haven't had to, you know, it yeah. worked perfectly. We had talked about, you know, two, three, four different guys, and we were like, well, John's in our number one choice. Let's get him in here and practice and see what happens. And I promise you, within 10 minutes of him showing up and playing drums, we were like, that's the fucking guy. We got to do whatever so. we got to do to get him in here. You want to know what's cool about him, too, is like, I don't know the guy personally. I've met him multiple times, but it's just in passing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've known him my whole life. He's just so cool, like just the chillest guy ever. And also, I will say, that dude drank Twisted Teas before anybody oh. I've ever met. <laughs> yeah. Every time he walks into practice, got, he's got a bag of four a Twisted bag of, Teas. A bag of. He had and a straw. Before it was cool. <laughs> before it was cool, he was drinking those, so... Keeping that motherfucking thing. Oh, always. Yeah. always. <laughs> he he always. likes them twisted tees and that does. crown. Dude. Yeah. He, so shout out John. Yeah. Black label. I'll tell you what. I know, I know I've brother, known, if you're listening. <laughs> I've known a hell of a lot of good drummers. That dude right there is fucking on top. That, I mean, it's insane. Yeah, he's that's dope. And then, yeah. like like I said, how each one of y'all contributes something different to the band. That's, yeah. that's an overarching theme here. Right. But... Are y'all down to play something acoustic off the cuff? It's okay if you don't I'm want to. I'm fucking down. Did you even bring okay. a guitar? Or we'll put a pin. One. We'll put a pin. Justin's in, got one. Put a pin in Justin's that. But one. I we'll think see. that we we'll might see. do something a little bit later Maybe. on. We'll so, but before that, I'm gonna have to tune Justin's guitar up. He hadn't touched in six years, but that'll work. Well, like I said earlier, <laughs> uh, you know, if you want a rendition of like Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> Daddy, I'll slay that for you. Other than, other than that, you're not going to get much out of that guitar. Little so. uh, one string smoke on the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Deep Purple. Ball, Is that who ball, sings that? Ball, oh, yeah. Yes. Ball, ball, right. Ball, ball. How big do you have to be to have the high school marching band play your shit? Or how easy does your song have to be to play? <laughs> That's, That's what it is. Very good point. I've yeah, never thought about it. Yeah, just easily recognizable. Do you think they get any money from that? Because every high school band plays that song. You know what other high school bands play? Petey Pablo. <laughs> I think you just seen Drumline. Not, not you, seen, easy. you seen Drumline one too many times. <laughs> not an easy song, bro. This one's for North Carolina. <laughs> What's my name? Hey, dude, went hard, man. <laughs> dude, drum. Rest in peace, PD uh, Pablo. I fucking love drum. If you don't like, I'm that, just kidding. He didn't die. That was but, DMX. Uh, no. Uh, 
<laughs> Which Petey's not even on the level at I all. I was totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I Freaky Leak was the was the song of the nation for a yeah. while, dude. Hey. Good lord. And then you look back on a song like that that we played when we were like nine years old. You're like, good lord, why were they why was that on the radio? <laughs> that was so vulgar in every way Jake possible. Jake was making fun of the fun of me the other day because I didn't know some song that he was trying to get me to play. Uh what was that was song that, called? It was How Bizarre. I don't even know the damn <laughs> How Bizarre. How Bizarre. <laughs> I guess I'm just a fucking little baby because I have no clue what that's my, my wife. My wife will contest to that. Gosh, Tiff. Hey, Tiff, if you ever listen to this, just know that I'm kidding. I love you, Tiff. <laughs> Literally, every time I go to Blake's house, Tiff, his wife, has something to say about how young I am. She's like, little baby Alex, do you want me to send you to detention? I'm like, shut up. Do you need, do you need, do you need your juice box? No, ma'am. <laughs> she grabs her ears. I demand respect. I'm the lead singer. I demand respect. I'm the lead singer of the band, Mike. If you're asking. If you're asking. I mean, why not? Why not? Do you have any Vienna sausages in there while you're at it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, so I have had a question that I haven't had answered officially. We kind of danced around it. Where slash when is, I know that an album is on the horizon. What What is the steps being taken towards that goal? Be concerned. Goal is next spring as far as album goes. Goal is next spring sometime. Um, we got a um, slot to re- go record a couple songs uh, later on this month or next month, whatever it is. And um, we're going to try and get a couple singles out. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see how it works. But um, uh, we're planning on recording an album this fall and uh, into the winter and getting that all ready. Hopefully by April, May next year, that'll be ideal as far as getting something out. Hell yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Dude. And we, we'd like to have, you know, you heard it here for a single, two singles out before then just to get everybody, you know, accustomed to what we've got going the music, on. The music's there. The music's there. Yeah. We've got it all written. We've we got it all get tight. It we've just got to get it recorded. I think that's a lot of like a misconception is like, well, I mean, you, you already have it written. You have the band. Well, there's a lot of behind the scenes, so number one, money that goes into, you know, mas- mixing, mastering, having something available to output. Like, it's not just as simple as walking in and, Oh, I'm sure it, it may be that simple, but you're going to get what you put out. You know, if you walk in the studio it, yeah. and you know, hey, I got this, and it's one day of production, it's yeah. probably going to sound like it. If you put a lot of thought and effort into it, you're probably going to get what you pay for. Right. And you know, we've gone through shit. I would say two, three months of quoting different places, listening to what they've put out. You know, figuring out the quality as far as value goes and stuff like that. We've right. done a hell of a lot of research of places and prices and everything that we're going to need to do yeah right. we finally settled on one and we're we're getting after it and that that know? that one is uh tonal records by tonal the way records out yeah. of fort worth and um no free shout outs <laughs> well hey we better get a discount now. sponsor me <laughs> yeah yeah chris 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 you hear me it's up for the full album we need this guy what's his email i'm gonna send this directly to him <laughs> right. <laughs> right so before we get into the because I, I want to hear because honestly I just put them on the spot I want to hear this uh, acoustic rendition of whatever they're gonna do I wanted to hear each one of you at any time you can chime in there is like certain bands or artists that like we all really like feel like it's gonna blow up or somebody that we've just really been jamming that we don't think gets enough credit so like what is one of those artists that you think is like super underrated that like people listening to this need to hear go go first. Go for it. And it can be any genre. It doesn't matter. 
Um, you make me go first. Anybody. So you have time. Play first. On the spot, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, man, I don't think, I mean, I think he's big. I think he's big, but I don't think he's big enough. I'm a big fan of Yellow Wolf. Yes. I think Yellow's yeah. killer. I don't, and I don't think he's ever going to be as big as I think he should be. He's been good for a long time, yeah. too, man. Remember when he did that song at Rob Deerdick's <laughs> <laughs> with with, with uh, uh, drama. Drama. Yeah. With drama. Yeah. yeah. No, and uh, Travis Barker. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Dude, Yellow Wolf's been good for a yeah. while. His flames dwindled a little. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I what wish. But you Blake, know, he, he, got, he got shelved by him when he first got right. out yeah. there. That's I mean, yeah. I just think yeah. Yellow needs a little bit more. He needs to be on. Co- he needs to be on Cole and he's, Kendrick's he's, level. He's one yeah. of those dudes for sure. Easy, yeah. Yeah. careful. Hey, Cole. Hey, man. I, Boy, I, I like you all what? three careful. of them equally. I would, that's, that's, I would love tough. to see J Cole against Yellow Man. That that would be. Yellow just has a I, I, maybe. Ooh, hey, oh my heart hey, is hurting. Hey, man. But, but but maybe there's Cole a, don't hey, get maybe the respect he needs. Hey, no, I love Cole. I love Cole. But here's the thing. I think there's something to. That South Alabama boy, for some reason, that has there is. has has, has a sound and a unique right. thing that I like gravitate to. I respect Yellow Wolf. He's good. Cool. Jake. Very good addition. You're up, man. Um, I got introduced to this chick named Jessica Lee Mayfield. Man, um, I have no idea who that is. Badass. It's Jessica. Her middle name is spelled L E A. Okay, Mayfield, and um. She has been a huge influence on me for the past couple of months. What genre? You know, it almost it's, it, it's almost like if Zoe De Chanel had a band. You know that that new in, girl that indie. Have you ever heard her sing? Yeah, she's she, yeah. But it's like it's if she wrote Modest Mouse songs. What? Ima- imagine if you're if you're <sighs> sitting in the desert, Indian style, and um, <laughs> what a vivid picture. About about to die, and you just hear this angel fucking singing over you. That's Jessica Lee Mayfield, man. Mm. It's I mean, and I'm cool with that. You know, I'm cool with that being an influence over me. So. Hey, dude, that's awesome. Hey, he showed it to me recently. I, I love. I was it. gonna say I've never heard of it. And I guarantee you, I'm gonna go listen. The, to it's one of those things that like it gets shown to you, and you're just like, why? Where the hell have I been? Like you feel like Patrick Starfish, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Patrick Starfish. No, Patrick Starrock. No, this is Patrick. What is that? <laughs> Patrick. Is this a crusty crab? Oh, no, this is Patrick. All right, Starfish. you're in the hot seat. All right, I got two of them. Okay. Number one's Rustin Kelly. Um, he needs yeah. to blow up. That son of a bitch is badass. Hell yeah. Um, he's got covers of all Teenage Dirtbag. Teenage Dirtbag. Um, oh, while we're that? at it, Reed Southall needs to blow away. Reed yeah. needs, needs to blow away. Reed needs to blow That, was, that sure. was said way earlier, but right. dude, he's been good. Six String Star is oh, yeah. so he needs good. Y'all recorded in a in a bedroom you can tell but right. it's all it also like makes it that much better that you can tell that it was yeah, like yeah. minimum minimally p- produced god i almost and, had an aneurysm trying to say that so that's south hall with one right. h one so, by the way read read uh wrestling kelly wrestling kelly's kick-ass go listen to the dirty mo album go listen to everything else he's got he's badass um last but not least mr cole cheney I had he's a recent guest on Rated JG podcast, but I'll tell you what, his music is off the fucking charts. That dude has it. He's nice, got nice. he can write music, he can put together music. He is a down home, down to earth guy. I mean, he's got it all, and he needs to blow up, dude. I I was talking to you about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Like I know that I'm a little bit biased because I, but he comes out of that 
area where they are pumping. Like, I mean, not just like good artists. Like, I mean, I'm talking phenomenal. Like a He's Grammy award winning. County is Tyler Childers, right? right? Tyler Childers, Sturgill Simpson, Drayton Farley's out of there. Me? Chris Stapleton, Boyd County. Dude, they're all right. I mean, they might not all be from that county, but they're like. In the area. I mean, 30 minutes from each other. It's, yeah. it's just like. And the thing is, that area, like, they all have a similar sound. It's yeah. very, like, humble, if that makes sense. No, it's old school. It's, like, storytelling, but, like, harmonies with it. And, dude, do not – he's 21 years old. He's a baby, dude. Like, what the heck? He has the world just right, right there, man. He's so good. I'll tell you, I was driving around. I was doing service calls one day, and I was driving around in this fucking van, pissed off, whatever. Justin texts me. I get a text from Justin. He's got this YouTube video, and he was like, listen <laughs> to this guy. I was like, okay. And he does that to me once a week. And that's fine. <laughs> but this one stuck out to me. He put that. He put out that single. Um, Ill Will Ill, Creek. Ill Will Creek. And I mean, I, I got thirty seconds in, and I was like, "Whoa, this guy's for real." And I listened to that. I went down the rabbit hole. And yeah, this dude's for real. He's good. And he also has something else that like is a leg up on the competition, and in the sense of he is so unaware of how good he is exactly and he is like a normal person insanely like, humble i am nobody yeah. and when he was talking to me he was so respectful and he was right. like thank you so much for this opportunity i'm like what are right. you like do you i should be saying that to you dude <laughs> like, he was just such a nice person and i'm like that's the kind of guy you want to see succeed yeah. you know what i mean guy or girl but um also another person you reminded me earlier when you said this <laughs> the the girl have y'all heard of Morgan Wade? Stud. She is a monster. <laughs> Absolute monster. Wrong choice of words. I thought it was a girl. I literally went to flannels and cut off jeans. Stud. She's an absolute stud. monster. Dude, she's, she's ridiculous. Hey, White Lighters. Have you ever heard of White Lighters? Dude, Dwight Hamlin's my dude. Yeah, yeah, white Lighters. How, he, many, how long ago did that tell you? Both of y'all have tried to get me on White Lighters. <laughs> Finally working. Dude, they're... I told yeah, they're Alex. Dude, they're real bad. With white Lighters. Right. So yeah, dude, I, I want to get Dwight Hamlin on here. I love his sound. One or two of the members would have a white... Reed South, Reed South all They would be wearing a White Lighters shirt, and I'd be like... Have, you know, and then Ryan was like, dude, you, you got to check out White Lighters. And I was... I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, it's just straight Americana rock. It's it's awesome. You know, also, we you know a band sorry. that needs a fucking shout out. It's this band called uh, Duel out of Duel. Harlem. Yeah. Yeah. Belvedere. If, if you're Belvedere. into if you're into Belvedere's. like you know um, <laughs> almost like faster Deftone esque type droney yeah. music, Don't. like it's really good with singing. And um, oh, I'm gonna listen. My boy Belvedere, man, it's. You know, B E Hey Belvedere V E D E R E. And his sister are the only people that have seen every single Della Pearl show. Right. Yeah. Sounds like they and need to be on the pod. Nah, <laughs> no, they but like they weren't even supposed to be at Rattlesnake Ballroom. Right. They and just showed up. Wow. He he's an interesting guy and he's got some really good music. Yeah. yeah. Keep a look out for Duel and Belvedere. Hell yeah. I have one more. Joint custody. Oh, I love them, dude. So good. I think oh, I did. Dude. I not yeah, send you. No, so we should have said joint I custody I a long you those time har- ago. Dude, yeah. Yeah. bro, <laughs> pillow talk is one of my favorite songs, man. Yeah. I that song, the way that they harmonize, that's like a four-part awesome. harmony, dude. Like, and I remember uh, what is when they name? did they do a cover of like Collective Soul, mm-hmm. and he does the vocal for Collective Soul song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shine over. All right, guys, so we've been doing this for quite a while. And, you know, the beer's been flowing and we're having a great time. But to wrap everything up, 
I guess I'm going to go around and ask each one of you. You can chime in at any point. I'm not asking any one of you individually at this moment. But, like, what are, like, your expectations? Where How do you feel about where Della Pearl is? And, like, what are your personal thoughts on, like, summarizing the band right now? Like, Something we've always said, which we should have said earlier, is uh, we feel like this world needs another turnpike troubadours, man. And right. I'm not saying we sound like them, but we respect how they do things. And... What they were trying to do. What they, well. Or what know, they did. Not, they're, not, not trying to do, they're sorry. fucking legacy, man, and I hope they come back and do great things. And, but there needs to be someone like them, and that's what we try to do, man. It's, it's something a little different that you can jam out on, on the back roads without feeling like you're jamming out on the back right. roads. They transcended the Florida the scene. Georgia line and shit. <laughs> like, it's some good shit, man. They transcended and, the scene, and that's what we're going for. Yeah, it's it's different. It's it's different. We we have a lot of different um you know, different styles um up in our music and very cool. Yeah. 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 No. Black woman? No, I think uh to be honest, I think we're just uh you know, there's five people that I really 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 respect in music and we make music we all like. And I really think that if all five of us dig it, a lot of people are going to dig it. And that's uh, what we're going to give you. It's a great way of looking yeah. at it, man. Yeah. yeah, for me, it's, you know, like Blake just said, there's five people in this thing who are hell of a musicians and very much respect for every single one of them. We've been spending the last year writing this stuff, putting it together, living, experiencing. and Ups and, and downs. And, and ups and downs. Yeah. And, We've gone through all this stuff together for the last year, and I think it's really cool that instead of, you know, putting this thing together and learning 25 cover songs and just going and jamming after two months of knowing each other, we've spent a whole fucking year together and working on this thing, and every single one of us are passionate about it and proud of it. And um, and I think every every we've done a couple little right. little things, and we played, you know, our first bar with Wes Davis and them, yeah. and. You know, we're still at that stage where it's like we know it's good, but we don't know it's good. Right. Because yeah. like we know together that it right. sounds the way and we want it to, right. but we still don't know. Yeah, I think I'm not getting any vibes of, of like arrogance at all. That's not we're all y'all are not giving exactly. off that vibe at all. We're <laughs> all on the same we, page. And I think pretty early on we all pretty much agreed that, you know, we're gonna do what we all think is good. Okay. We're not um Okay, well, the crowd is going to like this. These people are going to like this. If us five musicians all sit together, listen to it, and say, that's kick-ass, fucking do it. We hope you think the same. And we hope everybody else thinks the same, but if not, so be it. But we're going to put out what the fuck we're proud of. And I think that as far as um, all of us go, you know, we're all pretty much on the same page of the style and and what direction we're going. You know, and we, we... like Jake was kind of saying, we, you know, it would be cool to transcend the game. You know, the, it's been hurting for a turnpike troubadours type thing where it's just different. It's not a uh, cookie cutter. It's yeah. not a cookie cutter way to go about the the scene. It's it's different. It's unique. It's yourself, and and I think that's kind of the direction we're we're trying to go. You know. Yeah. It's just good music, hopefully. Exactly. That's what and and also, we've said enough about our influences to where you can, <laughs> I would like to say you can gather a decent understanding of what we sound like, but it 
we don't sound like any of those people that right. we've said. Yeah. And I can't wait for anybody to hear it. Yeah. Uh, I speak for all of us, you know, like I, I, I can't wait to hear it myself. I've been lucky enough to kind of get behind the scenes and, you know, I don't want to divulge too, too much, but like I mentioned a second ago, y'all are going to help us out with a little bit of an acoustic version of something here. I don't want to speak too, too much into that. We'll let that happen. But boys, I really appreciate each appreciate and every one of you all, man. It was a blast. Always. And, uh, Jake, Alex, Blake, for spending time with me in the Podfather yes, studio. Hey, if this is your first time hearing JG podcast, man, tune in. This is please, awesome. Dude, it's, 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 it's the most real podcast. One hey, of the most hey, supportive hey, people I know, too. So. Hey, and y'all pick up that new shirt. Uh, Jake McBride yeah, Design. Yeah, yeah, the new logo by Jake McBride Design, dude. <laughs> that's awesome. Either way, guys, I really appreciate y'all being here. So cheers, homies. We'll enjoy the, uh, cheers, the old... Cheers. Acoustic version coming soon. Y'all stay tuned to that. And remember, as long as y'all keep listening, I'll keep talking. We'll see you next time. I was drawn to your flame. I'd like to say that you felt the same My heart's desires lit me on fire Could have set the whole city ablaze I love October, but it won't stick around Southern heat don't excite me that much Had to lose it to love it I was bound to find something I couldn't bear to give up she had any love that I wanted me some Broke up with me over smoke I'm sinking down slowly in the words that he told me But Pop said she wasn't no joke I wish I could fly I'd ignite the sky I hate the stars, they remind me of you Now I lay there at night Dreaming of your perfume My mind spins around like a top on a table Right now I ain't seeing no end If I would've known that she wasn't ready I would have been happy as friends Sitting here at the hole Full of what ifs You're probably sober and well With dirt on your shoes I'm battered and bruised Why do I miss you like hell? If she had any love Then I wanted me some Broke up with me over a smoke I'm sinking down slowly in the words that he told me But Pop said she wasn't no joke I wish I could fly I'd ignite the sky I hate the stars, they remind me of you Now I lay there at night Dreaming of your perfume
All good things must come to an end You gave me back my sweater I always knew That I may never wash it again I hope that I never run out of you All good things must come to an end Gave him back my sweater, I always knew That I may never wash it again If she had any love, then I wanted me some Broke up with me over a smoke I'm sinking down slowly in the words that he told me My pop said she wasn't no joke I wish I could fly, I'd ignite the sky I hate the stars, they remind me of you I lay there 